Welcome back to GivePod, Greater Vancouver's business podcast. I'm Bridget Anderson, President and CEO of the Greater Vancouver Board of Trade. We're continuing our series on labor, sponsored by the British Columbia Institute of Technology, Education for a Complex World. Businesses in Metro Vancouver say that one of their biggest challenges is attracting, recruiting, and retaining talent. And it's no surprise, BC has over 150,000 existing job vacancies, and a projected 700,000 people are set to retire in the next decade. Today, we're joined by Kenton Lowe, Dean of the School of Business and Media at BCIT, to talk about how BCIT is working with industry and stakeholders to develop the workforce of today and tomorrow. Welcome, Kenton. Thanks for having me, Bridget. So back in February, we released a report uh, called Solving BC's Workforce Challenges. It outlined 65 recommendations to address the labor challenges that we're going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. And really, those recommendations cover some uh, immediate kind of steps that governments can take and also long-term measures. One of the main themes of the report is rethinking the post-secondary system to be more aligned with industry needs. So maybe a good starting point, Kenton, is for you to tell us about your background because you really bridge both the business world and the academic world. So maybe talk about that and just how it shaped your perspective as we're talking about developing a workforce. Yes, certainly can there. Um, so from a background standpoint, I do come from industry. So I, I'm, I'm not a dean that has worked my way up through academia. I've got 30 plus years of uh, work experience that ranges from entrepreneur ventures to two of the Fortune 50 most admired companies in the world. And I've had the good fortune of working in different industries as well too. So, you know, in addition to education, like consumer packaged goods, like uh, entertainment and media, industrial equipment, interior finishings and financial services. So um, so that, that background in industry has really helped to shape uh, how I think about education and how we develop our learners to go out there and be the workforce of tomorrow. Uh, it also was shaped by the companies I had the good fortune of working for as well too. Most of my my working career earlier on was all spent in, uh, in, in California. So I worked for many years for Nestle USA and then had the good fortune of working for the Walt Disney Company and also Universal Studios. So very much framed up how I think about uh, the types of people that we want to see working in industry and, and starting even back in California, collaborating with industry to understand, okay, here are our needs. How can you develop, you know, whether it was with UCLA mm -hmm. or any other schools, how can you help us develop the workforce of tomorrow? So um, on the side, I taught along the way as well, too, by teaching began at the University of California in, in Santa Barbara and then other places along the way, University of Utah and then 13 years at the Sauter School at UBC. Yeah, so you're not just a, a newcomer to academia. We'll get that right out yes. uh, early on. But you've had such a varied career in business, as you said. I mean, Walt Disney Company and Universal and Ritchie Brothers. And you've done, you've worked in a lot of sectors and industries, which I think has probably given you additional perspectives. So sure. one might beg the question, why go to post-secondary, to academia? Why did you leave the private sector? What did you think that you could be doing here that you weren't doing working in business? Great question. While I worked in business, I was, as I mentioned, teaching. So I was 
impacting and, and making a difference to the students that I taught, whether it be at the Sarvi School or the other institutions I, I've taught at. And I, I've, I felt that now it's time. After all these years of working in industry, uh, my whole life's purpose has been to make a difference in, in, in the lives of others. And, and when the BCIT opportunity came about, I looked and said, you know, I can take all these years of work experience and now come here and give back and help develop the next generation of business and media professionals. To me, it's, it's Bridget, it's like, it's the career capstone. <laughs> well, you know, you are speaking to one of the converted because I'm an alum. I did the broadcast journalism program at BCIT, uh, seems like about 50 years ago. It was a long time ago. Fantastic program. But, you know, I think given the report that we put out in, in February and then just thinking about how post-secondary is evolving, coupled with the kind of workforce challenges that employers mm -hmm. say are at the top of their, their list of concerns, you know, what are you seeing as real changes in the post-secondary system to address this? I think what that's a great question is I think what we need to do in the post-secondary system here is, is have not a new, but an evolved paradigm as to the types of learners that graduate and then make an immediate and long-term impact in the organizations that they join. So taking the combination of experience that I have as, as both an educator and a business leader and working in the C-suite, uh, I think it gives me this, this perspective on what type of talent do we need to develop to, to um, to drive success in industry. So, and, and I know you had mentioned it earlier, like we work very closely with like industry. Uh, we've got deep industry contacts and th this has been the bread and butter of BCIT since day one over 50 years ago is being aligned with industry, understanding what those needs are and ensuring that we're evolving as well too, to, to, to meet those needs. And then I have sort of like, a, like another view on how, how education needs to evolve as well too. So. Yeah, and I think that's such an important piece because, uh, and very broadly and very generally speaking, with no judgment for any post-secondary institution, because Greater Vancouver's got some excellent, excellent post-secondary institutions, but there seems to be a bit of a gap where, and I'm hearing this from young people, so they're saying, well, we're not getting the kind of training that we need when we start jobs. And so there seems to be a bit of a gap in the way that even the funding model happens. Government gives funding to academic institutions, academic mm -hmm. institutions decide how many biology courses and how many other kinds of courses they're going to yes. do. And then kids come out the other end and they have chosen a, a path for their career, but they may not be getting along the way some of the kind of training they need. It was interesting um, in when we were putting together this report, we were hearing from young people. They wanted a lot more hands-on training, more practical kind of training. Even those students who were taking biology, for example, saying, we wanted to learn a little bit more about business because we know we're going to be working in a business. So is that sort of where BCIT is trying to take this to the next level then? Absolutely. Bridget, those biology students are here right now. And so basically, they're here getting those practical applied skills that uh, will will expand upon their their, their bi biology background, and then they'll be they'll be job ready when they get out there. I think the way we we've looked at it and what we're strengthening here at the School of Business and Media is ensuring that we we look at our our learners and 
and the toolkit we want them to walk out the door with when they graduate. And we think that there, there are some like, really critical pieces that they should have in their in, in their toolkit. I mean, I know a couple of things that come to mind for me, especially speaking to those young folks. And I've got two university age kids at home. But what are some of the things that students are telling you? So the students are telling us like what you've heard as well, too. They said, we we want hands on uh, experiences. We want these practical skills that we know that when we get out there into the workforce, we're going to land with our feet running. And so those are folks that are um, ready to start a career because they might have come out of high school. But we have a number of students, too, that have already made that change. And whether it's full time or part time here at BCIT, they want to then further advance because uh, maybe they do have that biology background and they're out there working, but they're saying, you know what, I need some business skills as well, too. So maybe I'll either kind of like take a break and go to BCIT and do a full time or I can do a part time. So BCIT offers that flexibility, but they're here. But what we're hearing from both, whether they're people that are already graduates of a post-secondary institution or just right out of high school, uh, what we're hearing is give us a solid foundation and practical skills. Um, and we know that those are imperative for success in the marketplace because, you know, as educators, we need to ensure that our programs are aligned to the needs of the employers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've got we've got um, program advisory committees that are stacked with industry experts that are, are combining with our instructors who happen to be industry experts as well, too, because that's the nature of our instructors at BCIT. We, we bring in people and, you know, you, you were in broadcast people that had experience. Yeah, it was fantastic to have access yeah. to those kinds of people. Now, um, I think it's called flexible learning is what you uh, is what BCIT launched last yes. October is this sort of uh, shift, I guess, where. Maybe we all need to be thinking about whether you're 25 or you're 55 is to think about this lifelong learning journey that we all need to be on because the world continues to change. And one of the components of that, you mentioned part-time courses, but the other one that I'm really interested in is micro-credentials because Mm -hmm. uh, we have partnered with you, with BCIT, to offer the ESG fundamentals uh, micro-credential, which has been hugely successful. But it, it, to me, you know, I'm a bit of a visual thinker and I think of it sort of as the, remember those pies from uh, Trivial Pursuit? And so you put one of the pies in, right? And so I think about micro-credentials like that. You're adding just one little piece to your tool belt. And so maybe talk to us a little bit more about this flexible learning uh, approach that BCIT is taking. Well, Bridget, it's a really exciting part about BCIT right now, flexible learning, because it's perfectly structured to meet the needs of different target audience, whether they're high school students or post-secondary students or or, um, like uh, working professionals, because we we've learned that people are balancing a lot. They need flexibility with their studies. We, We get that. And so our flexible programs and courses are designed to help you earn a valuable BCIT credential, whether it's a micro-credential or all the way up to like a master's degree, while managing the commitments you have with your career and your life. So, you know, as you mentioned, we like we partner with you folks at the Greater Vancouver Board of Trade on the ESG micro-credentials, but we're also partnering with other, uh, other companies and other industries as well, too, to offer industry and corporate training, where we spend our time at the School of Business and Media understanding the needs of industry and companies, and then creating customized education solutions. So we don't just sell what's off the shelf here. We say, what are your needs in terms of how you want your employees to develop and grow? 
And so it could be a combination of micro-credentials or it could be like certificates, associate certificates, diplomas, degrees, graduate certificates. So we've got just like a variety of options for, uh, uh, for people that need that flexibility. And that really speaks to the importance of that industry and academia collaboration, because it is industry saying, listen, I've got a, a workforce of people who need to be upskilled in this area. So how can, how can you help me develop that? It's your career, your vision, and your goal. You should be able to navigate it your way. BCIT Flexible Learning is designed to help you get to the next level. Whether you want to learn a new skill or earn a degree, discover a variety of options during the day, in the evening, or a bit of both. You're learning your way. Learn more about your options at bcit.ca slash flex. BCIT, flexible learning for a complex world. One of the skills that we know that people need more than ever and we're going to continue to need more skills is on the tech side, the digital skills, uh, you know, the the whole world. I think we say that, you know, every company is a tech company now because it's true. I mean, everybody needs to get additional skilling when it comes to that. A ton of fanfare about the BCIT tech collider space when it opened. So let's talk about that. What is it exactly? Great question. It's an awesome next generation learning center an event space right in the heart of downtown uh, Vancouver in the technology and business district at our campus. It's at Dunsmuir and, and Seymour. So what it does is it's it's a place that's on the second floor. You walk in there. It's, it's so impressive. And it's a place where we can bring together the education community, the technology community. And it's an environment that like actively promotes collaboration team building and spending time together, like connecting, sharing ideas and looking for those next big ideas. Because as you mentioned, Bridget, earlier, it's important to us at BCIT that that our students not only have in their toolkit the foundational skills in like some area, whether it be like accounting or finance or journalism, but they also are digitally literate. And so technical ladder is one of those places where our students can like they're going to learn stuff here as well, too. But down at the tech collider, they're going to be able to like interact with people from the industry because we're having events there. And we got facilities there. we got a podcasting facility. we got virtual reality rooms. we got 3D printer rooms. And so just a lot of great things happen. That's fantastic. Uh, so the government says the B.C. government says one million job openings in the next decade. You know, from your perspective, Kenton, um, where do you see those opportunities broadly? Um, is it all in tech or are they kind of maybe broadly across a lot of industries and sectors? And yeah. then how how does BCIT and how do other post-secondaries really rise to that challenge to make sure that these gaps are being filled? Sure. So, yes, not just technology, although that's going to be huge for um, for British Columbia. Uh, technology, I also see like in finance, healthcare, uh, and as you know, we have like a, a big film and television industry here in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. So lots of opportunities in these various sectors. And what's important for post-secondary institutions and, and the province is to ensure that we are doing things like, like you're aware of the new health sciences building that we have here at BCIT, which is like so impressive. And we're going to be able to churn out more healthcare professionals. Uh, so partnering with partnering with the province to, to, to ensure that 
the educational institutions are aligned with the needs of like industry and community. So as we've done in health sciences, we're going to do here in business as well too, as we, as we, continue our dialogues with the various industries. We've got waiting lists right now for people in the whole digital uh, world. Really? Mm -hmm. A long waiting list? Yeah, we've got waiting lists because like there's there's students out there that want to take uh, um, visual effects, animation, web development, uh, UX, UI. Um, and, and so we we got to move fast and, and, and be able to like satisfy that demand that exists right out there for, for professionals that want to work in that field. And British Columbia offers those opportunities from a job standpoint. We, yeah. are one of the, uh, you know, we are one of the digital capitals of the world, digital media capitals of the world. And, and one of my jobs I had like over 10 years ago, I was ahead of like DigiBC's predecessor, New Media BC, and basically just watching how Vancouver and British Columbia has become one of the global digital media centers of the world, whether it's it's like video games, which we're well known for, or like visual effects or like animation. We've got so many amazing companies here and we're attracting big companies to Vancouver as well, too. So we need to turn out the talent. We very specifically released our report in February uh, on labor because we wanted to get it out and to also provide our recommendations to the BC government as it was preparing its future ready plan. That comes out sometime this spring. Uh, I have a bit of an idea of what might be included in it around uh, speeding up the process for foreign credentials, perhaps. Uh, some of the things that we recommended in our report, you know, more micro-credentials, mm -hmm. uh, more closer alignment between industry and academia. Without giving away anything that you may or may not know about the report, I mean, what do you see as BCIT's role in helping to deliver this, this new plan from the government? BCIT is completely aligned with your report. Like when I, as I'm flipping through the pages, I'm just nodding my head. <laughs> like, Thanks. Saying, like way to go, Bridget. So, like particularly like, like what is it, like page 42, digital first. Like, yeah. Totally makes sense here. And so what we at BCIT, uh, like we're in the, a great position because we've been focused on applied learning, you know, for over 50 years since we started. And so, we are working closely with the province. We're working closely with industry to really understand like what what is necessary. And our flexible learning model, just just the way that we've got it structured, where everything is stackable. So, so for example, when uh, industry or companies say to their employees, "We really want you to continue to grow and develop," and some companies are actually funding their employees, but they may not want to shell out all the money for like a full degree or or whatever. So, what they can help their employee do is say, "You know what? Why don't you take that graduate certificate in sustainable leadership or whatever it might be, or like in analytics at BCIT, and then then take another one, and then like we can like layer these on over mm -hmm. time. So it's like it's like building blocks. It's and a so great retention tool because that's absolutely. one of the top things that employees want is yep. to be able to have access to professional development and and more learning. Bite sized micro credentials to, through to you know like longer programs. That's great. Um, we're just about out of time, Kenton, but maybe a, a question to bring it back to the beginning. You know, given your background of business and now working in academia and looking at this very large gap that we've got uh, around the workforce, um, what gives you the most hope about uh, about how we're going to solve this very complex problem? Uh, what gives me hope is that we've got we've got a number of organizations 
rowing in the same direction, whether it's the government, whether it's the Greater Vancouver Board of Trade, whether it's educational institutions like BCIT, like as I said earlier, Bridget, looked at your report and said, we're there <laughs> and say, we're aligned. And so like, let's all work together. Now, if we were to look over here and you were over there, like that might be more problematic. So what gives me hope is that we, we are looking at the same things. So now- and applied learning is key, isn't it? Oh, applied learning is, is totally key. And that's our bread and butter here at BCIT. And we will, we will be continuing to, to, to champion applied learning because our results have like shown over time, like you know, ninety-seven percent of our graduates at the School of Business and Media, they're going to have a position within six months of graduating from here in their area of choice. Yeah, it's a fantastic model, Kenton. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks for having me, Bridget. Our labor series is sponsored by the British Columbia Institute of Technology, education for a complex world.